Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Black Girl Burnout Podcast. Today we're going to talk about opting out of distraction. And instead, we're going to learn the tools to opt into a focused living. It is so easy to get distracted today. (laughs) Literally, as I go to record this podcast, I'm seeing a text come in on my phone and I'm like, ooh, I want to answer that text message. Or I'm thinking about what show I want to watch later on or what do I want to make for dinner tonight? You don't have to go far to find a distraction. Today, though, we're going to focus in on three types of distractions, relationship distractions, family distractions, and meaningless work. That these particular types of distractions are really powerful. And if we do not pay attention and minimize them, they can pull us so far off of our goals that we will end up living a life we do not recognize and resent. Instead, we're going to talk about three different ways to become more focused and intentional and to cultivate a life of focused living, how to evaluate if you become distracted, and then what to do about it. And as always, we close out with the practice of what you can start right now doing to kind of help yourself opt out of struggling with distractions. The first category we're going to talk about is relationship distractions. I was having this really great conversation with my friend, and basically I said to her, you know, (laughs) I realized men have been a consistent distraction in my life up until the last few years. Having conversations about men, complaining about men, struggling about men, wondering why I'm single, wondering why this person isn't a good partner, really can be a time-consuming activity. She also told me, yeah, me and my friends, my girlfriends, we get together and we take turns talking about the men in our lives or the men on the way out of our lives. And we both admitted that oftentimes these conversations are far from positive and they are a distraction. If you do not have a quality partner in your life, then they're most likely a distraction. And here's the thing. When I stopped having a man to talk about, I realized I had things to do. (laughs) I had lots of things to do. I had goals and dreams and other things to put my energy on. Relationships are not the end all be all of your life. While there is nothing wrong with pursuing partnership and having healthy partners in your world, having negative dynamics, having unhealthy people in your world will only ever be a distraction. 
And I can tell you the difference of when I set standards and put really having a partner in my life on the back burner, my career blossomed, my emotional health blossomed too. I started dreaming about all the things I could get accomplished and all the people I could connect with and collaborate and all the friendships and networks I could reinforce. Like I said, once I stopped having a man to talk about, I realized I had things to do and I went out and did them. The second area where we can often be distracted is with our family. Our families are so important to us and for many good reasons, they have given us, some of them give us life. Some of them have been with us since the beginning of our existence and we have tight, strong bonds. But poor boundaries and consistent family drama will distract you from a focused, beautiful, big life. If we find ourselves having the same conversation, the same argument with our family over and over again, we're getting distracted. If we find ourselves putting everything going on in our lives to the back burner so we can then go help our family, we may be distracted. To be sure, there are times where you need to put your life on the back burner for a loved one. And for that fact, if you're in a healthy partnership, that may happen too. Somebody's sick or there's an emergency. Obviously, it's not a distraction when that's going on. It's stepping up and into your role as a partner, as a mother, as a child, as a sibling. Those are not distractions. But more often than not, we're not talking about crises, not ones that are life and death for that matter. We're talking about familial drama that has existed for decades. We are having the same discussion over and over again. And if you, again, factor the amount of time that you are donating to drama that isn't a crisis, every single minute spent dealing with that is a minute that could be spent building a healthy life for yourself. So don't allow yourself to get pulled into family drama by having healthy boundaries. And that's something we've talked about in previous episodes of the podcast, how to establish really clear, healthy boundaries with your family. The third area where you may find yourself being distracted is in meaningless work. Ultimately, people feel best when they are in great partnerships, have great balanced boundaries with families and friends, and when they are engaging in meaningful work. However, often we have the opposite experience. We find ourselves doing meaningless work. We find ourselves trapped in silly tasks or trapped in conflict with silly and ridiculous people there is no end to the fabulous memes and gifs about working in toxic places or working with people who deplete you and exhaust you. Having Karen on your left and racist Carl on your right, work can be a very draining place. And it can also be a distraction. 
if you find yourself going through your day talking about one incident to another incident, one conflict to another conflict, one meeting that's boiling your blood to the next meeting, your work has become a distraction. You are not doing meaningful work. I I hate to say it, but you're doing meaningless work. Black representation in media means everything to me. Black girl burnout wouldn't exist if I couldn't look to other Black women in this space that came before me for inspiration and education on how to create what I've created. Well, if you're looking for the next generation of influential Black voices, look no further than NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. In this collection, you're going to hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and how people have created world-shifting things out of struggle. I just listened to an episode with Tracy Ellis Ross, where it talked about how she's iconic and she's our favorite rich auntie. The episode was inspirational and educational and, of course, funny. It is important for us to hear ourselves and to understand the power of Black women and their voices and how much we can truly create. This new series by NPR centers the story of us in a way that hasn't traditionally been done. With Black stories, Black truths, you will hear a range of voices as nuanced and as varied as the Black experience itself. And it's also a reminder that our story should never be about us, without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Our lives are filled with compromise, but one area a Black woman should never compromise on is her health. If you're looking for a tool that can help you find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to you, and prioritize your health, check out ZocDoc. You can search by location, availability, and insurance. So literally, there'll be no compromises because with ZocDoc, you've got more options than you know. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. All of these doctors have verified reviews from actual real patients. You can filter specifically for the ones who take your insurance, are located near you, and treat basically any condition you're searching for. I've used ZocDoc myself to find members of my medical team, and it has been so easy to use and connect with the right providers for me. Go to ZocDoc.com slash BGB and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash BGB. ZocDoc.com slash BGB. The good news is it doesn't have to stay that way. You don't have to be that way, right? We have established that you can be distracted in relationships and family and in meaningless work, but there are ways to reassert to yourself and to shift it so that you're having focused, intentional, rich lives and that you're not being constantly distracted by things that are pulling you off your purpose. How do we do that? Here's a couple of ways to 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 go about having a focused and intentional life. The first way is clarifying your purpose. Why are you here? What is the purpose of your life? 
Do you want to have an impact on the community? Do you want to build a beautiful family for yourself? Do you want to get an educational goal and your purpose is to help the world by discovering the next big invention? Or is it to simply be a compassionate and grounded human? None of those goals or ideas are wrong. Your purpose is your purpose. There is no judgment on it. But in order to avoid distraction, you need to know what it is and be very, very clear on what your purpose is. Once you know your purpose, you want to build some goals around that. You want to be clear about how do I get from point A to point B? If my purpose is to be a compassionate and grounded individual, what does a grounded and compassionate life look like? Establish some goals or some ways to identify when you've achieved your purpose, and those naturally lend you to steps on your journey. And once you've determined what those are, then it's reaffirming those goals over and over again. Sometimes we find ourselves in relationship or partnership with someone, and our goal was to have a healthy, supportive, rich, and loving partnership. But when we think about those goals, we may start to realize that our partnership and the quality of our relationship isn't matching those goals. We don't have great communication. We don't feel loved. We don't feel supported. And part of the way to minimize the distraction that your relationship is giving you by draining your time, by making you feel awful, is to address those things, to reassert your goals to your partner and to see if the two of you together can navigate to a healthier place. If not, and this may be hard to hear, it may be the time to let go of that distraction. If someone is not bringing you peace and joy and adding more good than bad, they are then giving you pain and they're giving you chaos and they're taking away from you and minimizing and shrinking who you are. That's not a situation you want to find yourself in. Same goes for our family. When we think about the goals of our family, we want to have healthy dynamics with them and we want to be able to get together and, and laugh far more than we yell, be excited to see each other versus dreading seeing each other or waiting for the next shoe to drop. It may be time to reassert how much time we spend with our family. What boundaries can we put in place to, to save us? Last but not least, a good way to shift into focused living is by just taking an account of your time. How often are you engaging in negative, painful conversations? And this can be a pretty eye-opening exercise when you're first setting out to do it. How often are you talking positively about a partner versus negatively? How often are you recounting great memories and great conversations that you had with your family versus conversations where you were about to lose your mind and be disrespectful to each other? At work, how often are you being sidetracked and pulled into conversations with your coworkers about how terrible your job is? 
how unfulfilled you are, how toxic it is, how much you're not heard as a black woman. How often are you having those conversations that clearly tell you your job is a terrible place to be in or that you've not set the appropriate boundaries to re-engage in your work? When we're having negative conversations all day long about how ridiculous our coworkers are, how terrible management is, how our jobs are stupid, we're doing meaningless work. And that may mean that you need to quit your job and find something different. And if that's the case, actively start finding a job that has all the things that you want, all the qualities that you want in the job. But it also could mean that we've distracted ourselves off of a job that has meaning, but we've gotten into a habit of engaging in meaninglessness, meaningless conversations, and meaningless conflict. And if that's the case, writing an inventory down of the positives versus the negatives can help us really assess how often are we engaged in meaningless work and reestablish by, again, going back to our goals. What is the goal of our job? What brought us to work today? What brought us to this career choice? And making it a priority to inject the things that really give us meaning in our work back into our jobs. Reaffirming our goals, particularly and our purpose in working, can go a long way to determine if we need to move on or we just need to readjust and do a perspective change. There is no end to the amount of distractions in life. Playing small, having very short-sighted goals, and really believing that our life is meant to be a one long struggle will keep us distracted and will keep us from having a big and beautiful life. Whether it's relationship or family or meaningless work that is our distraction, Opt into focused living and intentional living by clarifying your purpose, by reaffirming your goals, and by taking note of how often you are engaging and trafficking in negativity with your loved ones and your partner and your job and coworkers versus having a building and meaningful conversations. Thinking about your life in that way, setting a goal to be focused and intentional in your life will find you opting back into goals that you left behind, dreaming bigger about the life you can have. And it'll bring you one step closer to a true joyful life. Now for our healing practice for today, my suggestion for you is to simply go through your day and think about how often you're having negative conversations about pick one of the topics. We'll start with maybe work, how often you are having negative conversations. And take note of that over the next couple days, how many hours you talked with a coworker about how toxic and terrible it is, or you ranted to your partner or best friend or family member. Keep track for the next couple days and notice if you have been talking more negatively than positively about your partner, family, or place of work. It might be time once you've done that practice to start yourself on the path to opting out of distractions and the struggle around being distracted all the time and opting into intentional living. That's it for today. You can always find this 
podcasts across all major platforms. So do me a favor and subscribe. Do me a favor and send a rating if you feel compelled to. Tell a friend. And until we talk next, take care of yourself and take care of each other.